Welcome back into the Jcation Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Paul, your travel consultant, your travel extraordinaire, if you will. And with cruising being back in business and in full effect and picking up, as you've probably seen, all over the TVs with all the new ships and everything like that, there are a lot of people coming back to, to cruising in droves. And in doing so, I've had a lot of new clients um, that have been wanting to do this experience. And there's nothing uh, that warms my heart more than helping people walk through this process. So let's get into it here. Um, today we're going to be talking about important packing tips for a cruise. Um, and let's start with the basics, okay? So there usually are going to be two ways you're going to get to the ship. You're going to fly in or you're going to drive in, okay? When you fly in, you're going to get to the pier port eventually. And uh, you're going to give them your bags. You'll see where everybody's going to drop off your bags. And you're going to get in line and get on the ship, okay? If you're driving to the ship, you're going to take your car, follow the line of cars, and you're going to pull over. Same thing right there to the porters. And you're going to drop off your bags. Your bags are going to have tags on them, which I would email to you. So you'd have all those on each one of your bags. They'll take your bags from you. They will then deliver them right to your door, outside your door of your stateroom when you get on the ship. Okay? That's the easy part. Now... You also are going to have two types of bags, just like on an airplane, a checked bag or bags. Uh, there's no limit really on a cruise ship. They probably do have some sort of limit, but I've never seen it enforced on anybody. So we usually bring two bags for each adult and one bag for a kid or something like that of checked bags. Um, and then one carry-on bag, maybe two carry-on bags, depending on how many people we have. Um, and here's the reason you're going to want to do this. So let's go over first, as we get into it, let's go over the checked bag first, Okay. I'm not going to tell you what to bring as far as your attire and everything like that. Whatever you want to wear on a vacation is your business, okay? But there are some things you're going to want to think about that you may not think about if you're going to a hotel, let's say, or maybe even to an, even to an all-inclusive resort. You may not do this because it's land-based versus being on a ship somewhere in the ocean. Okay, so first things first, a multi-USB charging port. You're going to want to have this for sure. I played hockey since I was a little kid, so I have one that looks like a hockey puck, and then it has six USB ports on it. You have to have this on a cruise ship. Cruise ships are notorious for not having that many power outlets um, anywhere near the bed area. The newer ships are a little bit better. They tend to have USBs on either side of the bed for his and her uh, um, you know, phone charging and stuff like that. But they're not all that great as far as the layout um, and they have limited space and stuff like that. So bring a multi-USB charging port, plug it into one of your outlets in your room and you have, you know, depending on how many USB ports you can put in there, but you have that going so that everybody can charge something at the same time and it takes up a lot less space and of course just uses the one outlet. Kind of common sense there. Along with that, you may also want to bring a portable battery pack. Now again, they make these in different forms. I'm not going to tell you what to buy. I don't, not sponsored by anybody. I like, um, they make one that's a USB that can charge anything off a USB. They make ones that just go for your phone, your iPhones or whatever. You buy whatever kind you like, but not a bad idea to have that because depending on how many people you're going to have in your stateroom, um, you don't want to be fighting over outlets or charging time. So you charge that up in the meantime, maybe when you're all out of the room and then you come back, someone can charge off that. Well, someone else can be charging directly off the outlet. So not a bad idea, right? Toiletry wise, I recommend before you go on your cruise, I'm not a Walmart fan, but I do like Target. So go to Target, go to their travel aisle section, just like you would if you're going on any type of travel on an airplane or whatever. And you can pick up a bottle of Downy Wrinkle Release. This stuff is game-changing. You probably already used it before, but on a cruise ship, it's game-changing. So bring that. Because remember, you can't have, you can't, there's no irons on cruise ships. You're not allowed to have anything like that uh, for obviously fire hazard reasons and stuff like that. So downy wrinkle release spray works wonders. And it's like all the stuff's under two bucks. 
uh, a bottle of poopery. Goes without saying, those of you who don't know what it is, you can look it up, but it's basically for uh, using the toilet there, right? Um, so bring a bottle of that. You can't use matches or anything like that, like you might be able to do in a hotel. So bring the bottle of poopery. You're in a room. It's smaller than a hotel room a lot of the times, and you're going to be in there with two, three, four people. So, you know, have some decency. Um, also, I know this, some of this is going to be common sense. Some of this might be something else, but sunscreen. Bring sunscreen. A lot of your cruises are going to be in the Caribbean area. It's hot. Sun's out. It's blazing. You're getting closer to the equator. It's going to be hotter. Bring some sunscreen. And with that, also bring some aloe, okay? That is very important because you don't want to have something like that ruin your cruise, okay? If you get a sunburn, maybe you're on excursion, you're in the water all day, you get a sunburn, you're, you're going to have an aloe. You don't want to have something like that where the rest of your cruise you're in pain. Um, I personally am someone who sleeps hot. So for me, I want a portable fan. Now, you're not going to bring like a big portable fan like you would at your house or something like that. They don't have ceiling fans in the room or anything like that. So I would recommend purchasing, again, tons of different time kinds, tons of different brands, but a USB or a battery-powered or a plug-in-powered fan, okay? Plug-in-powered be the least desirable, but a plug-in-powered and a USB one, one that has one of those things where you can switch it either way, that's great. Um, and that way you have something you can have on your bedside because they do have air conditioning in the cabins. It's not the greatest air conditioning. You will notice it, but it's not the greatest. Um, and you're in the Caribbean. It's really hot outside. It doesn't really cool down much at night. Um, so you may be someone who wants to do that. So buy yourself a USB fan. Um, I've done the battery way before with batteries where it took like four C's or D's or maybe six C's or D's, depending on what size fan you get. That's okay. But remember, when you do that, you're going to go through two to three sets of batteries on your cruise, depending on how long you run your fan at night and stuff like that. And that means you got to carry all that extra weight and batteries when you board the ship, which isn't that big of a deal, but you do have to carry that. And also the expense that goes with buying that many batteries. Um, so it's kind of your decision there, but I recommend the USB ones personally. We've had great success with that. Now, also something else to think about your stateroom, unlike a hotel room, your stateroom is a metal box. Um, for those of you who don't understand or have never watched the videos about it, you can watch the videos, but when they build a cruise ship, um, as far as your exterior rooms, those are built off site somewhere. And then they build them over and over again, the same room over and over again. And they take them on a, like a forklift basically. And they put the room in the slot, you know, the hole, the square, the rectangle hole goes into on the side of the ship. And then someone in there connects the electric, the plumbing and the HVAC. And then boom, next room, same thing, lock it in, boom, boom, boom. And that's how they do them, right? In your balcony, your room, all that stuff's already attached and they bring it in. So that room, your floor, your ceiling, your walls are all metal. Now your floor is gonna be covered by a carpet, obviously. So you're not gonna be able to do anything with the, car the carpeted area, nor would you probably ever want to. But your, room, your walls and your ceiling are metal. They may not look like metal, they look like they have paneling on them and stuff like that, but it's all metal. So go to Amazon, okay? Get a bot, get, go type in cruising magnetic hooks. You get a pack of hooks. They're not very expensive. And you can get ones that hold different weight limits and stuff like that, depending on what you're trying to use it for. But the basic bag, probably 10, 15 bucks for a pack of hooks. Um, and you can put them anywhere you want in the room. And like a Jaycation, when you book with us, I'm going to mail you a lanyard. You're going to have a lanyard. So you can put your CPAS card in your lanyard. And that way, when you go on the cruise, you're hands-free. You have your CPAS card with you at all times because that's how you, you know, it's a cashless society on board. You use the card for everything. Um, so we have those things set up near the doorway. So we go out, you grab your lander off the thing, throw it over your neck and you go. When you come back, you hook it right back up there and you don't, that way you don't lose it, stuff like that. Um, but you can also use it for my wife. Um, when we go on a cruise, she has a, like a typical go bag for excursions. 
where we'll have you know a big bag, but it will be able to hold water, bottled waters, towels from the ship, uh, sunscreen, of course, maybe some aloe, maybe a snorkel gear, um, something like that. Whatever you're gonna want, you know, maybe a Kindle, whatever, depending on what you're gonna want, depending on what kind of excursion you're doing. Um, but we can hang that kind of stuff up too, right on the wall. It's out of the way. It's off the floor. It's saving you space. And again, it doesn't cost anything. And then when you're done and you're leaving and your ships, your cruise is over, pull them off the wall, throw them in your bag. Now you got it for next time. So they kind of pay for themselves really, really quick. Um, kind of a clothing thing here. I know we talked about not going over clothing, but there is one specific thing I did want to go over. If you're going on a Royal Caribbean cruise ship that has an ice skating rink, they do lots of ice skating shows, kind of like, you know, those, you know, Disney on ice kind of things like that, or the ice capades, you know, those kind of shows, they're awesome. Um, but they're not doing them 24 seven on the ship. So during the days when, and times when they're not doing it and they're not practicing and stuff like that, they do have uh, public skating sessions. Now, depending on the ship you're on and they change stuff a little bit with policies and stuff like that, but it's free. Okay. Sometimes you just go and show up and go and it's first come first serve. Sometimes you have to go down and schedule the time. So you say like, they're like, Hey, we have uh, nine, nine, 15, nine, whatever. And you pick your time and then you go back to your room and you come back at that time and they give you, they have skates you can rent and it doesn't cost you anything, but you know, they'll have skates you can wear and then you go out there and skate for half an hour or whatever. And then they kick you out and then the next group comes in, whatever it is. Um, to do that though, like I said, it is completely free, but you do have to have where you're wearing a pair of jeans for safety reasons. So although you're probably not going to pack jeans for a Caribbean cruise, um, you want to pack a pair of jeans if you do want to go ice skating. It's just something to think about and something to remember um, and something to plan for as far as your bag space and stuff like that. Again, most people roll all their stuff up, so it's not going to take up that much space, but something you do need to have. If you don't have it, they're not going to let you skate. So something to think about there. Um, also, for a lot of your excursions, you're going to be going to the beaches or walking around a town or whatever. So get yourself some, some good water shoes. Um, and again, brand preference is your business. Um, but a lot of the Caribbean beaches aren't like smooth, silky sand all the time. Sometimes they're a little bit rocky once you go out a little bit. Um, so save your feet, get some water shoes, and that way you can have tons of fun and you don't get injured while you're out there. Uh, normally if you were at home, that wouldn't be that, maybe not that big of a deal, but when you're on a cruise, you don't want to get injured. You don't want to have any problems. You don't have anything that could ruin your trip because you paid a lot of money to go on these cruise ships. You booked them well, well in advance. And it'd just be a shame to have something like that set you back. Obviously common sense here, bring your sunglasses. You're going to go outside. So bring your sunglasses. Um, on that same line of thing, thing there, if you're going like on a snorkeling excursion, you may, they're going to have their own masks and stuff for you to use. Obviously that's part of your payment you're making towards them to do the excursion. Some people like to bring their own snorkel mask. Um, I have one that's like a, it's a bigger mask. It kind of goes over your whole face as opposed to just your eyes and your nose area. Um, and it gives you a bigger point of, uh, uh, line of sight. So you have like a 180 degree line of sight as opposed to the other ones, which you're, you know, you have blinders on basically on your sides. Uh, I really like those. They're like 40 bucks or something like that on Amazon. They're not that expensive. Um, I highly recommend getting those. My wife and my daughter have them too. They tried them out. They were not as big of fans with them. They just didn't felt they didn't fit right for them. So get it on Amazon, go to your local pool, try them out, see if you like them. If not ship them back, get your money back. Or if you don't have a pool that's in the area or it's not open because it's off season, fill up your bathtub with water, put your head in there and uh, kind of check it out before you go. So that way, because if you're not going to use it on the ship, don't bring it with you. It's just taking up space and it's more stuff you have to carry. Now, we talked about earlier, you know, that it's just like an airplane. You're going to have check bags and you're going to have carry-on bags, okay? So your check bag, we already kind of talked about. You're going to drop that off with the porter at the pier and they're going to bring it up to your room, right? Like I said, that's true. Now, 
the new way Royal Caribbean deals with stuff. The old way, you just showed up whenever you wanted. The boat leaves at four. Get here no later than like three. Get on the ship. Enjoy your, have fun. And a lot of people, of course, get there early. Because remember, when you book a cruise, that first night, that first day you get on the cruise, that's one of your nights that you're paying for. And if you can get on the cruise ship at 10 a.m., it's the same price as if you get on the cruise ship at 3 p.m. But that person just got a lot more time to do stuff on the ship than you did. So here's how it works now, though. Now through the Royal Caribbean app, when you check in, you're going to do an online check-in as your travel advisor. I will tell you when to do that. I will let you know when it's available. You will download the app on your iPhone or whatever phone kind you have there. And you're going to download it. You're going to go through the thing. You're going to check in, okay? It's going to ask you questions. You're going to check in and answer the questions. Okay, once you do that, it's going to give you a check-in time. So it, like, we just went on a cruise uh, this Thanksgiving, for instance, me and my wife. It's going to give you time. I think our time was 11 o'clock. So it told us to be there at 11 a.m. Now, in the old days, like I said, you could go whenever you wanted. It wasn't really a big deal to get on, right? Nowadays, you don't want to be there more than 30 minutes before your check-in time, or you're going to be sitting outside in the sweltering Florida heat if you're doing a Caribbean cruise. So trust me on this. Pro tip, if it says 11, don't get there any earlier than 1030 because you're not going to be let in. They monitor who's coming in. They check and see what your check-in time. They know all that stuff. So they're going to check with you. And if you're, you know, your check-in time's at two and you're there at 11, they're going to tell you to go away. They're not going to make an exception. They're not going to let you in, okay? Because that's how it's set up now. So like it or not, that's how it is. So find out when your check-in time is. Get there about 30 minutes early and you're going to have a carry-on bag. Because remember, uh, curb to ship time for us when we went out of Port Canaveral on the Mariner this Thanksgiving was roughly 10 minutes, 15 minutes maybe. Um, and that included stopping for pictures and stuff like that, which you don't have to do, but we wanted to do that. Um, so it's very, very quick. Um, when you get on the ship, like we did, we were on the ship, let's say, I don't know, 11.15. I don't remember the exact time. Our room, however, wasn't ready until 2, 2.30. Okay? So when it's, until the room's ready, you can't get, they have like fire doors and stuff, they're closed. You can't get back there until they tell you that everybody can get back there. They'll do an announcement and then everybody can go to their room. And that's when you go there, you're going to get your, um, your C-Pass card, you're going to get all your stuff and you'll be able to go in your rooms and stuff like that, right? Um, and your bags will be there and stuff. But until then, you're not kind of on your own. So in your carry-on bag, first things first, you're going to have a printed copy of your boarding pass. Now that's going to also be available on the app just like everywhere else you go, sporting events, concerts, stuff like that. They can just scan your iPhone. That's your ticket. You're good to go. You can do that at Royal Caribbean as well. But if for some reason your phone dies, the internet's not working, there's some sort of a problem technology-wise, right? Bring a backup printed copy. I like to get a gallon size uh, Ziploc bag. I put in there a printed copy of our boarding passes for each person, as well as everybody's passport, as well as everybody's vaccine card, if that's something that's necessary. That's all in there and it's zip shut. And that way when, and that's in my carry on bag. So as we're walking up, I can pull that out, hand, you know, use the iPhone. If it's working, I can get in there and do it that way. But that way, if they need anything, cause they are going to check your passports and stuff like that. And that way they can check everything in and it's quick, easy. You're not the person holding up the line for everybody else. Just be ready to go. Also bring some sunglasses. When you get on the ship, you're still outdoors. Most of the time, bring some sunglasses so that when you're doing that, um, you know, obviously for obvious reasons, you want sunglasses, bring some sunscreen as well. Okay. Um, you're remember when you get on the ship, the party starts. So if you want to go to the pool, the pool's open, you can go in the pool. Um, if you have kids, guess what? You're probably going to the pool. So bring some sunscreen, bring a bathing suit and or wear it when you go on board. 
You know, if you're a guy, you might wear the shorts already, or a girl, you might wear a suit, maybe a cover-up or something like that. That's fine too, but have an access to a bathing suit because you will not be able to go to your room beforehand and your bags probably aren't even there even if you were to get to your room. The bags might not be there. Sometimes the bags won't come till like three o'clock. You might get to your room at two or one o'clock, but the bags aren't there till three because remember, they got to bring everybody's bags on and sort them and take them to the right deck and put them in front of every room. It takes a while, right? They'll get it there, but it'll take a while. Um, so those are things I recommend to bring with you on a ship as well as don't forget another key thing, medications. If you're someone that takes any type of medications, I recommend again, putting them in a Ziploc bag um, and putting that bag in your carry-on bag. Here's why. Again, your ship, your bag, your bean bag may not be available right away. On our last cruise, and I've been on tons of cruises, this has only happened this one time, but we, me and my wife each brought two checked bags each. So total of four bags. But eventually the bags came. My wife had her two bags. One of my bags was there. Wasn't really worried about it because, you know, sometimes they just come up later and it's not really a big deal. So about 9 p.m., I still only had my one bag. I dropped off two. Wasn't, again, still wasn't really worried about it because I know it's on the ship somewhere. Um, but I went down to guest services and talked to them. They had it behind the counter. What had happened is, and you're going to get this from me as well, Royal Caribbean will supply you with luggage tags. Um, and that's something as a travel agent I will email to you. You print them out. You, it's really self-explanatory. You fold it like the paper says to fold it. You put it around your bag handle or wherever you want on your bag and you staple it, right? Um, and that's your room tag. That way they know this bag goes to this room and they put it in front of that door and that's how they do that whole thing. Well, this has never happened before, but on this cruise line, on this particular cruise we just went on, I mean, um, for some reason that had got ripped off. So in some part of the carrying it up the stairs, the elevator, who knows, right? It, it, it came off. Maybe another bag hit it and it pulled it off. I don't have any idea how that happened, but it happened. So they had no, no tags on the bag, so they know whose bag it was. So it was sitting at guest services, and they figure eventually the person's going to come downstairs, which I did. They handed me the bag. No problem, no foul. Went up the elevator, put it in the room. Wasn't really a big deal, okay? But you're going to want to put those on. Pro tip for me now I've learned is I'm going to put two luggage tags. Because, again, you're just printing these things off. So you can print off 100 if you want to, and I'm going to put two on each bag next time instead of the one. Never had a problem with the one before, but since I did this time, I'm like, hey, next time I'll just make sure there's you know, one on this handle, maybe, and one on this handle down here, one on this strap down here, something like that. So if one gets ripped off, there's still another one. So that's kind of it for the pro tips. Um, I do want to thank everybody for listening to the Jaycation Travel Podcast. I appreciate all the support. So if you wouldn't mind giving me a like, subscribe, uh, tell your friends. Also, if you have any uh, ideas for the show or something you want me to cover, you can email me directly at jason, J-A-S-O-N, at jaycation.com. That's J dash C-A-T-I-O-N.com. Um, you can email me there directly with any cruising questions. If you want to go on a cruise and you're interested in booking something with us, that's wonderful too. I can go over all that with you. Um, or you can always check out my website at jcation.com. That's J-C-A-T-I-O-N.com. But without further ado, I want to thank everybody for coming out. This has been episode 12, and we'll see you next time on the Jcation Travel Podcast. See ya!